Come listen to Dice for Roll, the gayest Pathfinder podcast on the planet. We ask the hard questions like, is it morally acceptable to kiss a goblin? Is it cool to use spell slots to warm up leftovers? Would the gods be mad if I wrote slash fic about them? We're a group of four friends who play Pathfinder 2nd Edition every week and go on adventures like none other. We've just launched our brand new season, Extinction Curse, which follows the adventures of the Circus of Wayward Wonders, as they put on the greatest show in all of Galarian and uncover ancient secrets and long-forgotten foes from a bygone era. If you like circuses, clowns, and a little bit of magic, come check us out, and make sure that no matter what, you keep it rolling. Orem's armies marched upon the world. People from all over, different planets, different realms, joined the fight to stop the corrupted from taking the forgotten realms. Gods, demons, celestials, all joined forces, helping to stop the spread of the Far Realms. But it was too much, it was too strong. And now our heroes, our brave five heroes are barely holding the line. Join us at BaldaTheSevenDice.com so that this tale will not be forgotten, so we will know how to hold back the creatures of the Far Realms before it's too late. Hey, it's Dennis, editor and GM of Control Group. Let's give it up for our ads, and let's throw in one of our own. And I know what you must be thinking. Dennis, I'm already listening to the episode. Aren't I doing enough? And truly you are. But if you wanted to go the extra step, why not follow us on Twitter at CTRL Group Pod. There we post a lot of information, character portraits, and little promos to the episode so you can get a cute little sneak peek to get you excited before you listen. You can also go ahead and jump on to the Be Gay Roll Dice Discord server. There we have our own little special place where you can come and talk to us about episodes and episode ideas and systems. Do you have a system you want us to test? Go over to our Patreon. We have a special $5 dev tier where once you pledge to that, we'll go ahead to take a look at your system, give you a nice little preview, and then somewhere down the line, we're going to go ahead and give your system a try. And if you don't have a system to test, you can also join our Patreon for as low as a dollar. There, you can go ahead and get access to special tests that we put behind a paywall, because they're probably too stupid to go on the main feed. Also, it's tried and true, but smash that like and subscribe button below. If you're on Apple Podcasts, give us a review. If you're on Spotify, give us five stars or however many you think is appropriate. Anyway, if you have the spoons to do this, go ahead. We really appreciate the support. We want to thank you nevertheless just for listening to our podcast. Enjoy the episode. When you were young and your heart was an open book You used to say ever-changing world in which we live in makes you give in and cry say live and let die welcome everyone to a brand new episode of control group today we'll be playing break room a game about one-upping your co-workers by allison grower i am dennis veray and with me i have two other players uh, my name is Hadley Singer, and I'll be playing a co-worker. And I'm Ryan Bowman, and I will be playing a co-worker. Oh shit, I can't hear Ryan. Wonderful, I cannot hear Ryan, but I can <laughs> read lips well enough. Can you hear me? Can you <laughs> I hear can me hear now? you now. This yeah. thing is, I have to be right here. Just, <laughs> I'll just be right here. I'm Ryan, <laughs> I'm gonna do a full read. Yeah. Keep going. And I'm Ryan Bowman, and I'll be playing a co-worker. I can't believe that's all going in. I can't believe that's all going in the final cut. <laughs> yeah, this this episode's gonna be so yeah. small, I'll have to include everything. <laughs> Even the part where I say, I'll do another take. <laughs> the it. hour of us before this recording talking about comic book adaptations and Star Wars gets thrown in this episode as well. I mean, the fans are gonna beg for another podcast. They're gonna beg for just <laughs> us talking about comics and stuff, you know? Yeah. Three people who have only read Wikipedia articles and know comic books talking about comic I book read movies. I comic books. Sorry. 
I just haven't in a long time. But that's a pretty unique idea for a podcast. Three guys talking about, you know... <laughs> <laughs> Trying to pretend that they understand the medium they're talking about. That Okay, that could be fun. We bring up a new topic, and one of us has no idea what's going on. I was thinking of I was thinking of a podcast where it's just three buds talking, you know. <laughs> Revolutionary. <laughs> you know, it's it's not just it's not like written jokes or anything, it's just like us being funny. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the actual one Dennis said though, I think that'd be because, like, yeah. you know, I'm I'm almost sure Dennis and I can go back and forth on Star Trek. And Hadley <laughs> yeah. can't. And Hadley, no. <laughs> but uh, then Hadley has to pretend, and then we have to suss out who has just read Wikipedia articles about the thing we're talking about, wait, or oh has my... an actual understanding of it. Yeah. Wait, that actually is a good idea, though. Hey, holy shit. <laughs> That's not a bad idea, actually. <laughs> Hadley's just talking about Spock's brain. That was the best episode. <laughs> no, I talk... Yeah, and, like... <laughs> And like Pon Far, you know? Pon Far. No, I I talk about the, the movie where they go try to get two whales to go back. And t- I, I've seen that movie like three times. Yeah, Star Trek 4. Yeah, Star Trek 4. Time. <laughs> Welcome to the break room. <laughs> Pull up a chair, grab a snack, and relax. Oh, look, Manager Greg put up a sign on the door that says he's willing to let someone go home early today. But the group has to decide who it's going to be. This could get ugly. Or it could be your lucky day. So we're going to do the setup. Um, where where are we working, boys? Do we want to roll from the, the table? Or do we want to decide where we work? I think Ryan and I need to pick somewhere that we would both absolutely hate working. <laughs> oh. Ryan, we can't hear you. I just said, oh, so you didn't really need to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> We're missing out on content here. <laughs> I think we would both equally hate working at Walmart, um, but that's not funny. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, I worked at Walmart as a kid. It was like one of my first jobs. Mm-hmm. It was one of the, the cart slaves. <laughs> oh, no. Yeah, it sucked. There was one time I, I, I'm disabled, so I have to take medication sometimes, and there was one time I accidentally took a wrong pill from my mother's stash. Oh, no. And it was one of the pain relievers you definitely needed to have food in your stomach for. Oh, So I was in Arizona pushing carts one day on, like, a tiny amount of water. My body just, like, gives up. I push, like, a whole rack of carts in there. And then I just look down, and just, like, everything that was in my stomach at that time just comes up. And, like, in a moment you could not like prepare for it was just like all right this is happening now and i'm just kind of like standing in a pile of my own filth and my manager i can hear from the other side of the cart rack to be like dennis you good (laughs) just like lifting up a weak thumbs up like i can get some more carts (laughs) no so that's a fun anecdote (laughs) that's actually the episode that one's staying in yeah. <laughs> this is all, I promise, this one's going straight to Patreon, this is all staying in. <laughs> Ryan, come up with somewhere funny for us to work. So the problem is I genuinely, like, I was just talking to my mom, there's so many jobs I want to have at some point so that I can have had them, that I'm thinking uh-huh. about, like, obvious, like, Walmart is a big no. Um, yeah. <laughs> what about uh, jobs at the piss and shit factory? I knew Ryan would think that was funny. <laughs> I'm just thinking of the ramifications also. You know? <laughs> yeah, um, come on down to the piss and shit factory. We got all kinds of piss and shit for you. <laughs> Jeez. I I was thinking I thought I had thought of something before we started and then I forgot, so I have no clue. I'm still losing it at the piss and shit factory. <laughs> That's what it's designed for. You aren't supposed to keep it. At the yeah, exactly. I mean, but just being like, hey, boss, sorry, I can't piss and or shit. <laughs> I'm out for the day. I'm out for the day. I didn't get anything to eat last night. Bitch, I we, need a Pedialyte. Bitch, we got granola bars in the back. You know the drill. <laughs> you know the drill. There's just a vat of mashed potatoes. <laughs> And then their their motto is, you know, every pee pee is not a poo poo time. Every poo poo is a pee pee. 
You know, usually I feel like... I feel really bad that I give away some of the episodes on the Patreon for as low as a dollar. But this time I feel bad about making people pay a dollar to listen to this. Are you kidding me? This is unfiltered comedy. They deserve it. They need to hear this. Like, what if it was like, uh, that's bad. It's just a bad we might We might just have to roll. I rolled during <laughs> that last bit. And I got International Espionage Agency. Oh, God. Okay. So we're spies. Uh, so now we each take a turn describing the physical attribute about the break room itself okay. or the quality of the service your employer provides. You know, what do you love about it? What do you hate about it? What's the company called? Okay. So what's our, let's brainstorm a cool spy agency name. Because I feel like it's very, it's very, it's like a really easy thing to do. I feel like. Once you hit onto the mark, it sounds good. Like, fucking... I know MI6 is fucking real for the British Secret <laughs> Service, but, like, when you hear MI6, you're like, ooh, yeah, that sounds good. Or, like, we are, the movie with Taron Edgerton. We are, we, are, we are not spies. We, capital R, not spies. <laughs> yeah, like Toys R Us is exactly what <laughs> I was R thinking. Is, the R is backwards. <laughs> no, we should probably come up with a real name. <laughs> um... Hmm. Maybe it's like a place that you know you can uh, you can sell out like uh, spies to other people. Okay, like a mercenary. Yeah, and it was called uh, uh, the Proliferators of International Secret Spies. (laughs) (laughs) That is it, though. That's so much more. That's so clever. All right, so we're working at piss. I think I think my statement for the break room is nearly everything in the break room is like a cue gadget where you go to pick up the, the coffee pot, but it also doubles as like a translator of dead languages. Mm-hmm. Um, everything is a secret gadget in the break room. Like they're like, oh man, I, I need to come. I need to translate this old dead Greek my my sea of language. Where do I go? Dude, the break room. Use the coffee pot. <laughs> and someone's at it and just like, I gotta pour myself a cup before you can do anything, buddy. I can't. I gotta get my first cup in me. I'm worthless before my cup of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, you guys gotta add to oh, this yeah, break room. <laughs> um, there's like a shit ton of promotional signs. Not promotional, but like, um, like you know those uh, what, do, what do you call them? It, it'll say, say something like bravery on it, and it's like pictures of dolphins or whatever. <laughs> motivational um, signs. Yeah, like motivational signs or whatever. The hang in there, cat. And and like they they don't have the pictures have nothing to do with what the statement's about. So one of them says confidence, and it's like a it's like a little kitten, like somebody holding a kitten, <laughs> like you know. Um, but the thing about the signs is actually that they're not. Um, signs, they're actually two-way mirrors, but even we don't know that they're two-way two mirrors. Like, that's, that's like, higher up. Like, we're, we're not even aware. We just like the signs. Love that. I think there's, like, a, a, a cupboard where, you know, where you can leave your mug. You know, you don't have to take it home. Break rooms yeah. have a place for you to leave your mugs. Um, but, uh, we're all really bad about... <laughs> getting rid of the mugs from the people who've died on assignment. <laughs> so there's just a lot of mugs that keep there's getting... There's a lot of mugs. There's a lot of mugs in there. No! Like, to the point where you have trouble, like, retreating yours or putting a new one in yes. at all. It's like, it is a hazard to open the mug cabinet at this point. And there's one that somehow is always at the front that uh, has a, a unicorn on it, and it's really just too small to be usable. But it always ends up at the front, because... It's an espresso cup, really. Yeah. But then, like, <laughs> Stephanie keeps on putting in there, because she swears she's going to use it. Exactly. Because <laughs> there's an espresso machine in the break room. That also doubles as a Claymore, <laughs> of course. <'cause... laughs> That's why no one moves it, because she's the only one who can disable the Claymore. This is the best, this is the best living room long form I've ever been a part of. I wish Sharna was here to see this. <laughs> I'm just gonna send this link to Second City. <laughs> like, come on, come on, mainstay. Come on, <laughs> come on. We we deserve it. Can, can you can you call can you call Rockstar for us? Can you call, call Rockstar Games? 
This is my audition tape to College Humor. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. I'm sorry. <laughs> I kind of I kinda of like the idea that um the rest of the office is really stale. You know, very cubically yeah. for the office at yeah. least. It's very cubically. Because yeah, you're you're really only coming here for clerical work. Exactly. Yeah. You're um, out in the at the field being a spy. Mm-hmm. But the person who cleans the break room uses natural products, and so it actually has like a nice smell, you know, you're getting yeah. like natural lemon zest cleaners. <laughs> I don't know, you don't use zest yeah. for cleaning. I like that. Alright, so there's no stats or skills for our characters, we're just employees, there's no I in team, remember? Um, so I guess now we'll come up with our characters, and our character names, for our spies. My character's name is uh, Steven, um, but when I'm on, uh, right now I'm actually working on a uh, busting some kind of drug ring that's uh, trying to um, smuggle a bunch of um, what you think would be a bunch of like heroin and shit, um, but they're actually using the heroin as a cover-up um, for expensive Beanie Babies. Um, so they'd rather get caught with the, the heroin than, than the... The, the literal tons of stolen rare beanie babies. We're, we're, we're up for the decriminalization of drugs here. We don't care about the heroin. Yeah. But we really want to criminalize theft of expensive beanie babies. Correct. I mean, like, if you worked really hard to get those beanie babies and you put in the work, why should anyone take that from you? I'll be playing Avion Flatchester. He is a <laughs> former British SAS operative uh, on loan for piss right now. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> you know, your basic, you know, 007 ripoff. You're always in a tuxedo, no matter the weather. I feel like this is definitely like a Southern California Silicon Valley startup. Mm-hmm. So it's like constantly 90 degrees outside wherever we are. But oh, he's, still in, he's still in the three piece. Ew. Ready to go. Fixing the cummerbund. I think I'll be um, Buster. Uh, Buster Clavicle. Uh, you know. <laughs> <laughs> I thought of going, uh, I thought of going somewhere else, and I went, that'd be yeah. really bad. I don't want to no, do that. But, that's but... for the Bond girl, not for the spy. Yeah, my real name is Buster Clavicle, um, and I go by different code names. <laughs> and I think that I'm on a, I'm on assignment with someone who's trying to develop a, a toxin, um, that's going to lower everyone's voices so that no one <laughs> no one can ever hit the high C again. <laughs> just really want to ruin... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like that's definitely, like, <laughs> there is, like, a dirty bomb somewhere <laughs> that could be activated by a high C. Mm-hmm. So you're trying to drug the world's population yeah. so no one can hit it yeah. to save the world. Mm-hmm. It's like a... I think that's like the Moonraker plot. I don't. <laughs> I don't remember Moonraker. <laughs> the one specifically about the moon. Yeah, it's it's like a, a man who knew too much slash gets smart with Steve Carell like music note activated bomb thing. Yeah. Yo, you guys yeah. are you guys are thinking of Step Brothers. <laughs> For some reason, I was thinking that in Step Brothers, the song he sings at the end uh, is Fry Day. Night. Night. I was thinking that we, <laughs> we just, just might. might. <laughs> oh my god. Alright. So, now we form connections in between our characters through the basic tropes of being in an office. Like, hey, don't I remember you from the holiday party? Like, oh, didn't we train together? Those sorts of things so our characters have relationships. So we, we have to form those in character? Is that what you're saying? Or you want Yeah, to that's a, it's like a little scene, yeah. Okay. Just a quick little, we're all sitting around the break room currently. Exposition, you might say. Yeah. <laughs> coffee pot's out. It's out of coffee. I mean, it's the end of the day, isn't it? We don't really need uh, any more. You know, I'm ready for my, uh, my scotch and brandy. Oh, you're also British. No, I just do, you know, I'm Australian. But, uh... Oh, you're an Australian... Yeah, an Aussie, I get that. But you know, I, uh, I'm a, I'm an fit. American citizen, and, uh, I also, uh, 
Ah, oh, shit. Fuck this. I don't want to do an Australian accent. <laughs> no, you sound like... I, I was also dreading doing a British yeah, accent exactly. the entire thing, but I'm still going to force myself to do it. Exactly. Wait, no, but I thought you... I was going to say that you sound like Ibukinizer. Like Nibukinizer? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> How many other things can we reference in this one Patreon-exclusive podcast episode? Uh, I'm doing my entire voice uh, from Chloe from The Circle Season 2, who's actually on Too Hot to Handle. Fuck, dude, I need to watch that. It's so good. Season two is so fucking good. You gotta, it's wild. Okay, cool. Just as long, as long as it's wild. Yeah. I fucking love Circle Season 1, so. Yeah, the Season 2 keeps up the fucking, it keeps up the momentum. It knows how to keep it going. Good. Man, man, when the writing for Circle Season 2 is better than Captain America and the Winter Soldier. <laughs> <laughs> Damn, not, boy! Not the new series, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. It's better than yeah. Captain America and the Winter Soldier. Correct, yes, yeah. the movie. <laughs> Star, starring, starring, uh, fucking, what's his face? Uh, Robert Redford. Robert Redford. <laughs> wow, Redford. I can't believe we were actually both thinking Robert Redford. <laughs> <laughs> because he's the one that stands out. He's the guy yeah, that he's the one, like, yeah. main person who's not in the rest yeah. of it, so it would be starring Robert Redford. <laughs> I'm waiting and for like, the prequel with him and Jane Fonda, where we find out that he was married oh, yeah. to Jane Fonda, because they're always yeah, married that. in literally everything. <laughs> like, it's like when you're watching The Hateful Eight, and you're like, what the hell is what the hell is Kurt Russell doing in this? That's how I feel most times I see Kurt Russell. <laughs> Anyways, so Coffee Pot's broken. No, it's, no, it is broken. Oh my god. the Someone cut the wire on the Coffee Pot. Oh, probably, uh, someone was probably trying to detonate it. And, uh, you know, yeah. last It also ditch. doubles as a bomb. Yeah. It's a bomb? Yeah, about 80% of things in this office yeah. are a bomb. Yeah. Well, I thought it was somewhere around 77, so it's a good thing that you guys were looking out. I would have been Avion stands up and, like, tosses his chair across the room and explodes. <laughs> <laughs> Man. That was a close one. Hey, hey, but I I happen to make myself two cups of cup two cup of uh <laughs> two cup of coffee. So why don't you why don't you go ahead and take one of these? Um, hey, um, didn't I didn't I see you? Don't we have the parking spots right next to each other? Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, what do you drive? This the '60s Jaguar? Yeah, she right fit, isn't she? Yeah, she she fits well. Yeah. It fits well in that parking spot. That's correct. I've seen you park it pretty much every day. If it didn't fit very well in the parking spot, I would have I would have probably said something. I'd probably be like, hey, you know, if I need to move my truck, I will. Cause my my Humvee is just huge. Are your cars uh like company leases? Because I, I don't have a car because I didn't want to, like, you know, I'm always everywhere else. So I don't need a car here. So I was, I was wondering if those are company leases. I was wondering why you walk to work every day because I was thinking, I'm like, man, this place is out in the middle of nowhere. And uh, you always just come running in, jogging in, chipper as can be. You've got to get your steps in. Do you have, like, an apartment in San Luis Obispo? Yeah, I've got a, I've got an apartment. Uh, in, in San Luis Obispo. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, I mean, I grew up in Oxnard, so, you know, I know the really? area. I'm, I'm kind of acclimated to, uh, you know, like, I mean, it's it's more humid in Oxnard. Uh, uh, that's why it's yeah. good for the Fucking onions. Fuck a wild, isn't it? Oxford. Oxford? Yeah. <laughs> it's like two letters. To, <laughs> I went to Oxnard University. Did you go to Oxford? <laughs> I did. I did. That's where I learned a lot of my espionage. They got, espionage, right. they got espionage degrees at, at Oxford? Yeah. Man, I just And went... wizarding degrees. <laughs> Any major property that takes place in the UK, you can get a degree in it. I just went to ASU. They let you do anything when you go there. They just handed it <laughs> to you, me, really. Does, does their espionage <laughs> program have a, have a, like a cut system? Do you have to get above the cut? Uh, do they cut people every year, or do they just give everyone who goes through the whole degree program the degree? No, I think it was like I was walking by. I was actually going because the funny thing was that John Cleese was doing a was doing a show down at that uh, uh, down at that comedy club uh, in downtown, 
And I was actually just walking from the convention center and somebody was like, hey, you know, we need another student at ASU. And I said, what about the other ones? And they said, well, we need more. We'll give you a degree right now. And I said, fine. So I got the degree. I don't know why I didn't just take the degree and run because I didn't need to go all of those classes, but I ended up going to ASU for nine years. Wow, and I thought that uh, other Arizona State schools were uh, open to almost everyone. I didn't realize ASU also was. <laughs> no, espionage, there's no espionage degrees at NAU or U of A. It's only at ASU. And U of A has that cut program, right? That's the one yeah. I was thinking of. That's the one you're thinking about, buddy. Okay, yeah. okay. That's correct. <laughs> okay, our characters are fucking established. We have relationships. <laughs> Alright, now we're gonna get to something went down at work today. Um, I'm gonna roll a d6 off this chart and figure out what it is. We get to choose our own. So the examples on the list are one, natural disaster, two, supernatural occurrence, three, melodramatic confession, four, heated confrontation, five, unexpected appearance of an animal, or we can just <laughs> pick something else, something something wild happened at work today at our spy agency. Uh, I think there should be a streaker came through, a streaker came through, through work, and everyone's pretty broken up about it, to be honest. <laughs> And this is what allows Greg, our spy manager, to list the posting of someone gets to go home early today. Correct. Because of this tragic, tragic streaking. Yeah, uh, someone someone forgot to lock the door and some guy just ran in. I like that uh, Piss, our international spy ser- secret spy service, um, <laughs> you can just forget to lock the door and someone can yeah. get in. Sounds like a startup. (laughs) Sounds like a startup. It does sound like a startup. (laughs) Stephanie, the front desk, thought she could just, like, run to Starbucks real quick and be back in time. Left the door unlocked so she wouldn't lock herself out. (laughs) And she forgot spy spy master rule number one, which is always lock the front door. We can't fully blame Stephanie. I mean, it is the streaker's fault that (laughs) that Dong was hung, okay? It was the streaker's fault. (laughs) You know, the, yeah, that's true. the thing the thing about it was that it actually wasn't the penis itself that was disturbing. It was more like he had more confidence than anybody else in that building. <laughs> just a lot of racial epithets. He's just like really espousing a lot of hateful shit as he was streaking. It was really weird. Oh yeah, that's right. He's actually being super racist. I thought, I thought it, like, and it wasn't really towards one specific group. It was towards like everybody yeah. actually. Yeah. And they weren't even, like, correct stereotypes. It was weird. He, like, saw one Aziz Ansari episode, like, like stand-up special, and he was running, calling people Kit Kats. <laughs> he thought uh, Pollocks was the perfect example of a model minority. It was really <laughs> Like, he was kind of getting all these things all mixed up. They ain't ever gonna let a Pollock be Captain America. <laughs> even if they did. He shouldn't want to be. (laughs) Wait a second, I have to see if we have Polish listeners. (laughs) Oh my god. Why does this have to be Patreon exclusive? <laughs> oh no, we do! I'm sorry, Poland! Just just cut that part out. Just cut that part out and leave it for us. <laughs> oh my god. Oh. I mean, though, they aren't. They wouldn't. They wouldn't let a, a Polish person be Captain America. Yeah. <laughs> that is correct. They'd uh, say, that's the wrong kind of white, I think. <laughs> <laughs> They wouldn't let Italians be Captain America, like, pre-1970. Yeah. <laughs> you know, what this podcast really is, is a commentary on race and racial inequality in the spy industry. You know, it's it's actually really interesting, because considering Steve Trevor, Steve Trevor, that's not who we're talking about. 
nope. Considering Steve Rogers uh, has uh, Irish and Gaelic ancestry, it's actually really surprising that he was even allowed yeah. to be Captain America in the 1940s. Yeah. <laughs> we all know how much hate the Irish got. Yeah. Tell, tell me about it. <laughs> it's historically accurate, but it's not currently relevant. Yeah. That's a whole thing. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. No. Yeah. They fucking hated the Irish. <laughs> <laughs> that's how it used to be just like fucking those were the top three back then like yeah. other than black people it was like the <laughs> Chinese people the Irish and Italians which is like fucking no goes <laughs> despite being all white passing so, so anyways a streaker went through <laughs> went through piss imagine all of this <laughs> is what the streaker was saying yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he's very he's running down the halls yeah. and he's just like I don't understand why Italians can be seen in the media as mobsters while black people do the same thing and are regarded as thugs and such while the Italians are revered. <laughs> and us, agents of the state, didn't like hearing yeah. that very much. <laughs> <laughs> so we get one of four options. Four actions we can do. We can either rant, gush, dish, or throw down right now. When we rant, we can complain about something a coworker, manager, guest did that made our job harder. And you're trying to make sure uh, the other players realize how unfair, rude, inconsiderate, and wrong it was. You can gush in which you describe an amazing, magical, breathtaking moment that happened between you and a guest, manager, coworker. Uh, will it lead to a promotion, a positive mark on your record, or even romance? When you dish, you can let everyone at the table in a, on some fresh, hot gossip. You can start a rumor, share a scandal, repeat what you overheard, or describe how a coworker got in trouble while you were watching. Or you can throw down. This is when someone has done something directly against your best friend whom you would die for. It forces you to call them out on their shit right now. And this is a drastic move uh, that allows the object of your throwdown to have an equal amount of time and respond. And then the other players or the other player would decide who won the throwdown. And if you lose the throwdown, you can't get a vote this round. Okay, so, so now we're going to go through rounds of going through this. I'm just going to have us all quickly roll a d6 to determine turn order at the top of each round. Oh, man, this is like D&D. <laughs> I have rolled three six, sixes in a row tonight. I rolled a six. That was a, you rolled a six? I rolled a six. <laughs> fucking let's re-roll! I got a one. Four. I got a four! Ryan and I re-roll. Yeah. Three. I got a three! <laughs> All right, guys. Someone's, someone's got a different. I got a four. <laughs> All right, so Ryan, you get to pick your action first. I think I'll gush. Amazing, magical, breathtaking. Okay, I just needed my adjectives. I need my adjectives. It's <laughs> it's my grounding exercise. <laughs> <laughs> um, Ryan's a tr Ryan's a true artist. Like. He, he he he's an improviser that follows by the book and only by the book. Yeah, I'm basically like spolen or nothing is kind of how I operate. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, today's actually uh, it was a pretty good day for me. I mean, I want to go home early, but it was a pretty good day because uh, I there was actually a, a really fantastic breakthrough uh, on the uh, the case slash assignment that I'm working on, uh, they don't know how to classify it at the moment. It's both a case and an assignment, but one day it'll be one or the other. But, yeah, we actually found, um, <clears throat> we found, uh, that they have, it's a bad thing, but we found out that they have perfected a formula to make sure no one can sing above a high C, but the high C still exists. So we know that they're not there yet but we do know they're getting closer. You know, it's like a, a good and bad kind of thing. And and I found out from, uh, well, uh, from Stephanie at the front desk, uh, who, uh, you know, I don't want to be presumptuous, but was giving me eyes. Uh, you know, I, you know, I, I, I feel, I, I'm confident in my body. Um, yeah. But it's nice to know that other people are um, also confident in my body sometimes. Uh, yeah, Stephanie's a right bard. It's real fit. A right bard? Like, 
Bard, bard. Oh, I thought you said bard, like, you know, the bard. No, no, um, due to a lot of undercover work, I I struggle with my own accent a lot. (laughs) That's me with the Australian accent, uh, you know, I kind of just lost it, uh, and now I, I don't know what to do. Uh, every time I go home, <laughs> my mom uh, wraps my knuckles with her wooden spoon and says, What happened to your voice, son? I uh, I don't know too much about British accents, but it's kind of sounded like he's kind of going for like a Yorkshire type thing, but with like gravelly sort of like, like how, how, how would I say this, cockney kind of thing? Um, but it's still mm. very proper. It's almost like you're an everyman, is what I'm understanding. That is actually my biggest thing about British accents, is I... Whenever I go into one and whenever I improvise in one, is I cannot stick to a region or dialect. I could I could do high proper, I, I could do the Cockney, but as I speak, it, my brain cannot filter out the words at the same time. Now I'm in fucking Irish, god yeah. damn it. I was gonna say, uh, how long have you been doing this, for three minutes? <laughs> Eat shit. That's how they say it. I'm gonna, since I rolled higher than Hadley, I go next. Yeah. I'm gonna rant. Oh, I'd actually like to, I'd love to go home. I just had a dodger of a day. You know, I just, just found out Prince Philip died. It's like a real, it's a, it's like a real day of mourning for the rest of my, my king, queen and country. Wait, I mean, if there's one thing that you can hold dear, it's that DMX is still alive, you know? (laughs) Yeah, man. (laughs) This canonically takes place in between the hour in which Prince Philip died and DMX. I heard it's been rocky, but I hear he's pulling through. No. (laughs) You just killed Dennis. (laughs) You killed DMX. (laughs) You killed DMX, you motherfucker. Yeah, so I'd I'd, uh, I'd really just, I'd be proper chuffed to be able to go home and just, you know, mourn. Uh, the loss of our, our prince king. I forget what his official title is. Um, but just marrying your cousin and becoming, you know, quasi king of England. I've got some hot goss to share, if I'm going to be completely honest with you guys. Um, and this is kind of shocking, so I, I uh-huh. prepare yourselves. Um, uh-huh. Light that. Um, can you? I I know we don't really work that often. Um, young young uh, young person. Um, uh, can you? Can you? Ryan, what's your character's name again? Buster. <laughs> That's Buster. right. Buster, Buster, Buster Clavicle. Clavicle. Uh Buster, I I don't mean I don't know how to say this, but I heard that the streaker was your sister and th- this was a planned event. That was just my gossip. That's my gossip that I heard. So I feel like it's- yeah, That's fucking wild, isn't it? And you know, so if anybody if anybody should get a reward for blowing the whistle here, it should be me. Well, I mean, wouldn't you think that, uh, if it was my sister... Oh, well, you're saying it's planned. I was gonna go about, you know, seeing my sister run naked through our office would probably be a little bit traumatizing for me. I never had a weird thing like some siblings, um, and I was never interested in that. Well, the thing about it is that I was like, that kind of looks like... I th- That kind of looks like, uh, Buster Clavicle's sister, and, and then I was like, no, that can't be... But then I saw their tattoo... It's the matching tattoo. It's the exact same one. I've seen it on your hip. It's the it's the thing, and it's it'd be really coincidental, really really coincidental if you both had apples with arrows through it on your hips, and and you guys were siblings. That's that's what I have to say about that. If I can respond, no no go ahead. I, oh, I please th- do. This isn't. I'm I not, also have a question. I would love to interject. Oh, I'm not. Ask. I'm not judge, jury, and executioner. You know, yeah. we have to have a trial. Yeah, like full, full, no bit. And I understand. I'm still gonna do this in a British accent. <laughs> but we did establish that we did see Dong today. So I'm just wondering if you know she just has different preferred pronouns. She just had, like hasn't gotten bottom surgery yet. I'm just no. really curious on this the, like discrepancy. Girls can have dongs. Yeah, yeah. Girls can have dongs. Just, I'm just trying, just trying to, to flavor out the world. Yeah. Well, I'm not conceding that this was my sister, but my sister mm-hmm. right. does. Good stop. Good stop. Does. Uh, yes. Is is a trans woman, um, mm-hmm. who still yes does have a dong. So mm. 
as we've said, that's how we're calling it. Probably fuck yourself, then. <laughs> so, but you haven't conceded. Like I said, I'm not judge, jury, and executioner. I just hey, saw. Dawn. This is what we heard. Yeah, we heard. We heard rumor. It went directly back to its source. So I. It was refuted. I will admit that I knew this person. Oh, this streaker. It was not <laughs> planned, and it wasn't my sister. It was a former lover of mine. I would not oh. get a matching oh. tattoo with my sister. We're close, but not that close. So you are admitting that you do know the person in question? Yes, I do. It was my my former lover, Alexa. Yeah, okay. Who hates Amazon, uh, for obvious reasons. Uh, yeah. Which is fair Folks because- can't say a name in a room. Yeah. That's why I got me Google Home. <laughs> <laughs> The worst part is that is that her middle name is Dot. <laughs> and the last name is Echo. Exactly. Yeah. Alexa Dot Echo. <laughs> so that's the end of round one. So we're all gonna vote on who we think deserves to go home. You can't vote for yourself. Uh, you write it down, keep it to yourself until the end of the game. Wait, my Alexa thought I was talking about her. <laughs> When I said Got Alexa. Him. Alexa dot echo. No, Alexa, shut up. I'm not very nice to my my Alexa. Yeah, I got that in four seconds. <laughs> <laughs> I, I've been criticized for it many a time. Alright, so now it's round two. We're going to be doing the same thing, except much faster now. Okay. Um, it specifically says this moves down to 30 seconds, but let's roll off again to see the order. Wait, wait, wait a second, but like... What what happens if we all vote for someone separate and it's even? Do none of us get to go home? We'll see. I rolled a two. I rolled a five. I rolled a six. So. All right, there we go. Ryan, you started off. I'm gonna rant. You know, I really wish that uh, you know these accusations against my former lover, <laughs> Alexa Echo, uh, hadn't been brought up because I actually had a pretty bad day. Because, you know, our our su- Supreme Leader boss, it's not his official Greg. title, but he prefers <laughs> to be called Supreme Leader Greg. He's just a manager. He's really a handler with far fewer credentials than we have. Um, but yeah. but uh, he told me that if I don't start wearing a tie into the office, uh, that he was going to have to formally reprimand me. And I didn't have the opportunity to... No one was willing to give up their tie all day, you know? He said get one as soon as possible, and I, re- I really tried. Can I be honest with you? That really that really sucks, and I'm sorry that that happened to you. Because, honestly, I think we really should be questioning what's considered formal in the workplace, and, you know what, tying basically what's a rope around your neck every day, it, isn't that kind of a metaphor for what we're doing? I, I don't see a single problem with it. As I established, I wear a three-piece suit at all times, so yeah. I'm always in a tie, never been reprimanded by Supreme Leader Greg. Yeah, well, you're fucking British, so... Alright. You're sounding a lot like the streak in that. <laughs> <laughs> all I'm saying is I have no pity for you. That's all I'm saying, I have no pity. And, and just to say, uh, based on uh, how I said that I tried as hard as possible to please my employer, uh... I'm kind of not in the same camp as you either. Um, I think that, uh, you know, the value of a human life is its uh, monetary and labor capabilities. Um, Okay. There's a better, more Marxist way of saying that, but, you know, I'm in character, and that's not always at the top of my brain during improv. (laughs) Just just put put me on the chopping block, why don't you? Just put me on the chopping block already. Just put me on the chopping block. It's... It's your piece. Why don't you speak now? Oh, it's my Steve? turn? Yeah, Stephen. Oh, yeah, go thank ahead. Thank God. Okay, well, I've got more gossip to share. Damn it. <laughs> I've, got, I've got more gossip because, you know, there's something else I heard, and maybe this isn't more directly involved with the streaking necessarily, but I've got something on you, Mr. British guy. All right. Yeah, I've got some dirt on you, bitch. Go ahead. And everyone's not going to like it. This mm-hmm. This secret that I have about you. Yeah? Do you remember how these ones are supposed to be faster than the first round? <laughs> okay, uh, you're cheating, you're cheating, you're cheating on your partner. I've seen it. I saw it happen. So. Who isn't? 
you, you little. No, no, actually, no. Yeah. You're, you're. Yeah. And then she cheated on. They cheated on you, and now you're okay. a little cut boy. So. <laughs> All right. So are we gonna let a cut go home early? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm a little fucking cuck boy. All right. <laughs> it's a kink to be into, isn't it? All right, and I'm gonna. It wasn't consensual, though. I'm gonna gush. <laughs> you know, I I saw them together today. You thought you were staking them out, and I was unaware. No, I was fully staking them out. You think I let a right, proper, fit bird like my girlfriend <laughs> go around just cheating on me? No, I stake out every single one of her dates. Irish guy. That's kind of creepy. I but she she knows. She knows that you're watching from like the bushes when she when she goes on dates. Yeah, right. It's it's part of it, you know. Is you you think it's mental? It's not. It's not mental at all. I. Uh, <laughs> it's it's proper proper sane. <laughs> all right. I get the thrill of watching them pretending that I'm doing this without her consent, and then she gets the thrill of thinking she's cheating on me. But I'm watching her the, whole, the entire time. I'm like furiously flipping through my notebook looking for if, if, if I know anything about this. And I'm like, <laughs> Jesus, like, okay, I guess, I guess if that works, but doesn't, doesn't mean you're not a little cuck boy. I don't, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> but regardless, I saw them on their date today. Um, she got her back absolutely blown out. It was wonderful. It really made my spy work just the easiest today. And I was thinking about my girlfriend getting her back blown out. And do you get your back blown out often? No, I <laughs> masturbate in the corner like a proper cut boy. <laughs> Give myself a proper wank. It's kind of unrelated, but uh, I was reading Leviticus in my scripture the other day. And there's, you know, uh, uh, there's a good long section about how you, how you shouldn't uh, cuck your family. And I was thinking... That's that's probably a good thing, you know. That'd probably uh, create tension uh, within, you know, the larger family dynamic. Uh, you know, you you think of uh, I, I I don't endorse Leviticus. I, I actually hate a lot of a lot of that one. Yeah. But when you think of it as kind of social laws, I can get behind that one of not cucking your family. I can get behind that one. That that really doesn't relate to what you're doing with your wife. Um, yeah. But it just came to mind. Gotcha. That's the end of round two. Go ahead and vote for who you thought <laughs> deserves to go home based off this new evidence. <laughs> so we'll move on to round three, okay. which in the book says should be 15 seconds each. <laughs> we are somehow going to hit an hour on this episode, and I can't fucking believe <laughs> If you, if you... <laughs> okay, I can make it 15 seconds. Alright, roll. One. Got a two. I got a one. Me and Hadley. You two roll up. I'm three. I got a one. Okay, so Dennis, me, then you. <laughs> Alright. Um, I've actually... I know fucking Steven over here has been up here with all this... This this, this chatting about like a little bird. But I've got some hot goss now. Oh shit, what's your hot goss? I got, I got a little spoke to throw in the wheel. Yeah? I've actually heard around the company that, you know, one of us is actually a double agent who, regardless of how this game goes, is going to turn on us and be able to leave early because he's probably going to murder everyone here. And I, 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 I'm not 100% sure who it is, but I heard it's probably one of us as we are the only three employees in this break room bidding to go home. You know, I know you're... I know you're not... I'm in a dish. I know you're not, uh... Excuse me, I know you're not supposed to talk about people when they're out in the room, but I heard that it was Supreme Leader Manager Greg, actually, who is, uh, ah. who is the double agent. Um, He's the double agent, which makes is, a lot of sense. Which is part of why I was so disappointed about the Thai business, because I felt, I felt like if you're gonna kill me, you know, why do you have to, why do you have to break me down and, uh, and hurt my character right before you were going to, you know, maybe detonate the toaster in the break room, and, uh... And kill all of us. Um, I've actually got some hot goss too, um, and I'm gonna pull out a gun and I'll be like, "And I'm the double agent, bitch." <laughs> all right, vote for round three. 
Adley made that really easy. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, it's uh, round four. The final round should only be five seconds. <laughs> Roll off. Got a six. Four. Four. Okay. Uh, six. <laughs> I was. I got a six. Okay. Three. Two. Okay. So Dennis, me, then you. <laughs> yep. Uh, I'm also gonna dish as well. I also pull out a gun. Turns out I'm also the secret agent. <laughs> <laughs> Ryan, I'm gonna. I'm gonna. <laughs> I'm gonna dish as well. I'm gonna pull out a pen, click it to arm it, and say, "And I am also one of the double agents." Uh, and then I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm actually gonna um, do a little bit of ranting here, and I'm gonna say, "This, this, this is turning me on." <laughs> All right, go ahead and vote for the final round as we um, hit this climax. Of our story. <laughs> As Hadley climaxes. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Stephen climaxes. Stephen climaxes. Yeah. If we're all double agents, aren't we all just regular agents again at that point? <laughs> if we're all working for someone else. <laughs> Three double agents. Pretending age. to work for this. <laughs> I guess we all work for... <laughs> Damn it. Give me a second to come up with a fucking acronym. <laughs> The, the the policing organize operational organization. Of people. <laughs> of poop of, of people. Poop. I was thinking it would be the uh, security of homeland and international department. <laughs> Shit Shit Now we're going to figure out who gets to go home. So we're going to go ahead and we're just going to reveal who we voted for on round one. I voted for Hadley. I, I voted for Ryan. I voted for Dennis. <laughs> Good old time. <laughs> round two, I voted for Ryan. I voted for Hadley. What? I voted for Dennis. I voted for Hadley. <laughs> round three, I voted for Hadley. <laughs> I voted for Ryan. I voted for Dennis. Round four, I voted for Ryan. I voted for Ryan. I voted for Dennis. Thank God. <laughs> so eventually, Supreme Leader Greg walks in as we're all... <laughs> At our Mexican standoff, which is something, you know, the streaker really posited about a lot, too, which was really weird. <laughs> but Greg comes in and just goes, like, knocks on the door and like, hey, everyone, huh? I know things are looking a little uh, tense right now. I assume you're talking about on the door. Um, I, it looks like you may have all come to a decision. Um, yeah, I guess um, Buster. You're, you know, I'm gonna let you cut your shit, your shift short, <laughs> and you can you can go home, little buddy. You aren't gonna like kill me or anything, right? You're not gonna say you get to go oh home. Oh my god! Quotes. <laughs> not quotes. this again. Every <laughs> every time we have a new transfer agent, we go ahead and tell them, you know, oh, there's a double agent somewhere uh, working for shit, trying to infiltrate <laughs> piss. <laughs> But that's our motto here, you know? Every time, every piss is not a shit, and every shit is not a piss. <laughs> we're, just, we're just playing with Avion. Just a little prank. Um, I'll, uh, I'll disarm my uh, pen bomb. Um, I'll do a little, uh, I'll say... Now remember, fellas, uh, you know, that I... My my roundabout condemning of Leviticus, uh, the part you know, I, I I don't like any of it, and I don't get behind any of it. I just have to make sure I don't sound like I like Leviticus, because you know, yeah. Um, and I gotta, 
And also, you know, I don't have any, you know, I don't have anything against uh, Polish people either. Um, you know, I, I want to be, I want to be really sure that I cover. Yeah, right on, right on. I also do not have anything against Polacks. <laughs> and uh, and uh, Stephen slash Hadley's silence speaks volumes. Yeah, really does that. I was I was about to say, um... and I'm just gonna edit that out. <laughs> no. <laughs> I wanted there to be a standoff. Uh, and then I'll I'll do a little knock on the table and I'll walk out the door. Hell yeah. Alright everyone, that was break room. Uh, God. Thank hell? you, I guess, for listening to this. A little bit of a... I'm sorry. For <laughs> what? Thank you. For what? <laughs> For comedy, you're right. We're gonna immediately get into the review. We're not even gonna make separate tracks for this. <laughs> so welcome to our <laughs> review of Break Room by Allison Grauer. Uh, I was Dennis Ferre. I played Avion Flatchester. <laughs> I was Hadley and I played Steve. And I was Ryan. I was responsible for Buster Clavicle. <laughs> This is uh, one of the systems I found out of the micro RPG book. Uh, wonderful one page. Uh, we've been playing a lot of those for one shot of Palooza to one shot of Toulouse. And <laughs> this is another fun one that I just like, yeah, this is just a improv game that has minimal rolling. So that's really why I wanted to play it uh, with people. I had fun with that, regardless of <laughs> choking and shitting on it. That was super fun. I was gonna say, there, if there's one thing that Dennis loves, it's games that don't roll, where you don't roll dice. Yeah, that's very true. The more we, the more we do this podcast, the more systems we find where Dennis doesn't roll dice. We're not even a TTRPG anymore. We're just, a, we're just an improv podcast. It is that is what I was actually thinking about the system, though. Yeah. Was just like, yeah, this is really one of those where it's just. This is just structured improv um, for people who don't, you know, necessarily do improv. Yeah. I mean, it reminds me of short form games like a mm -hmm. lot. Forty if you, minutes. If you take short it seriously, it's a good game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we took it seriously. <laughs> we, we, we we did. We played. But we did we it. Played the game mostly. Did. <laughs> we just did an oops, oops, all bits episode. Yeah, yeah. I think that's fine. That's perfect. Um, it's wonderful. Yeah, and it's just like, that's why I threw on the review to the end of this episode, because there's not much to it. It is just like a modified improv game, but it's a fun thing that you could like sit around at a party and be like, hey, you guys want to play a role-playing game? And like, I don't feel like people would be like, oh, gross, like, let me get out my D&D character sheet. This could be like a fun little party game for everyone. I love the idea of rolling up to a party early, 6 p.m., uh, and the, the host says, you want to roll out a paladin? Um, and you, <laughs> and you grab out your d20, your d20, and, uh, what does a paladin use? A d10, I think, for hit die? Yep. Um, and you roll, you roll out your paladin. <laughs> you go standard array, and they went point by, point by! <laughs> Whoa, what the fuck, point by, what the fuck are you? <laughs> you guys are rolling out your dice, so there's people playing beer pong, like, who the fuck are these people? <laughs> But they're then like, I'm gonna play a human variant, and they're just like, "Get the fuck out of my party." <laughs> it's a good game. It's just you know, if, if you if you play it, uh, I mean, I think it's designed to be funny. I mean, how he's not supposed yeah. to play this game without bits, but like you know, yeah. there's an actual structure to it where somebody actually wins at some point. So mm -hmm. I, I like that because I think I it's... have a hard time sometimes with role playing games where there's no clear ending. And I like this one because there's a clear ending to it. It definitely helped that we both did and didn't take the competition all that seriously. <laughs> Where the beginning, yeah. we really weren't at each other, and by the end, we literally were going to kill each other. <laughs> <laughs> Can't believe I'm going to edit out the part right. And then I'm also going to edit out this part, but I'm not going to edit out both points in which I say I'm going to edit the point. <laughs> That I'm gonna edit right before Hadley speaks. <laughs> be like, what so people know that Hadley said something <laughs> that I am removing for a bit. That's also Patreon exclusive. Horrible. 
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Because we've said enough things that are editable enough in this <laughs> that the few things that had to be cut out must have been atrocious. <laughs> Alright, so for Break Room by Allison Grauer, I give this system your manager saying there are donuts in the back, and then you go back there, and they're like, it's a like a standard dozen, but someone's already gotten through like the glaze and the chocolate glaze, so there's just like nothing you really enjoy in the box, so you just like really power through like a Boston cream pie out of ten. Damn, dude, that's like the closest to a real rating that we've ever given on the show. <laughs> like that has significant meaning to me. Like if yeah. someone said that about anything, I'd be like, oh shit, do I do I play that game? <laughs> Um, I give this one piss and a shit. <laughs> Only one. <laughs> I give this um, 57 leftover forgotten slash discarded coffee <laughs> mugs from former agents who have died. Oh, we didn't even incorporate that. That was so yeah, fucking funny. <laughs> that was so good and I forgot about that. <laughs> Go to sleep, I guess. Go to sleep. Thank you for listening. I hope this one made you laugh. This is the funniest one that we've ever done. Pee-pee-poo-poo. There's nothing funnier than piss and shit. I don't care what anybody says. <laughs> piss and shit is the funniest thing on the fucking planet. Cum is right under it because anybody can joke about piss and shit, but not everybody can joke about cum. Be gay. Roll dice. An LGBTQIA actual play podcast network.